0: From the Ingle Studio, this is Cherokee Football Friday. Get the inside scoop on all the games. And welcome
1: to another edition of Cherokee Football Friday. I'm Keith Ippolito with Griffin Callahan, sports writer at the Cherokee Tribune Ledger podcast. Griffin, how are you, man? Looked like it was a rough week for uh, Sequoia, the last team in the county. How you doing, dude?
2: Yeah, no, it's it's all right, man. It, it marks the end of a, a good season here for Cherokee County and in Sequoia, especially. You know, Sequoia, they fell on the road to Douglas County, forty eight fourteen. You know, in, in round two of the the playoffs, but you know, it's uh, it was their best season since twenty eighteen. and There was a lot of good things for the last uh, the last team standing here. And, it really, That game really was just a tale of two halves, but the Chiefs weren't able to, to put enough together on the offensive end to win it. And Sequoia struggled in the first half, but made some nice plays over the, the final two quarters. And it was interesting, Jackson Hancock you know, gave them a big spark early, returning the opening kickoff 85 yards and, and setting up Sequoia you know, in the red zone for the offensive first trip out there. But Douglas County's defense, so the athletes over there, it stood strong and, and held Sequoia to a field goal. And it was kind of what we would expect the rest of the night. You know, Douglas County's explosiveness really shined through between you know the quarterback Sire Hardaway and his you know, group of running backs rattled off some long plays and Sequoia just they they made a run out of halftime down 35-7 and you know their defense held Douglas County to a, a 36-yard field goal, which is the first time the Tigers did and ended in a touchdown. And the the Chiefs rallied on the, the next drive, you know, despite starting on their own 14-yard line, they drove all the way down the field and a 10-yard scramble from quarterback Kobe Martin set it up, you know, put the, the ball on the one-yard line. You know, Martin snuck it through the middle and found the end zone and cut the deficit to, to 38-14. But you know, Tyler Bell intercepted Hardaway on the next drive, and, and that was kind of the end of the run, you know, as, as Douglas County pulled further ahead late it, and it finishes, like I said, the best season since 2018 for Sequoia or and won a home playoff game, 33-9 over Alpharetta and, and caps off you know, the eighth postseason appearance under under Coach James Dieter.
1: Yeah. Obviously it seems like that, you know, he's got the program obviously going in the right direction. You know, I want to ask you, was there anything good that the team could take away from this loss and even, you know, kids that are coming, going to be back with the team next year? What, you know, you have any thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it was just a really good season all around. And I mean, for Peter, who's been there for 15 years now, I mean, it's just sustained success for, for him in this program. And I think, you know, they're going to lose some really good players and Jackson Hancock, Tyler Bell, and you know, all these guys are seniors, but they've got you know cornerstones like Ian Mariah coming back and and a lot of you know good players that they still have within that program. So I I, I don't think it's gonna be as big of a drop off, maybe as people can expect. You know, it's just gonna continue being a successful run for this program under Teeter, who you know had them eight playoff appearances in fifteen years. You know, that's that's something to be proud of. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I know it's early, you know, obviously for next year, but do they have any young kids upcoming, you know, I guess they would be eighth graders now that, you know, you can think of off the top of your head that are supposed to be the next big thing or you're not sure?
2: I know we've got some some young guys for Sequoia like uh, you know Bretton Darling is their uh, senior safety and his brother Brooks who um, you know he came out and playing both sides and you know, he caught a few passes on, on the offensive end and I think he he looked good in, in the time that he had he, he broke his collarbone, you know a couple games into the season and was out but his brother was really good and I think we can expect him to be a key piece you know alongside with you know, Ian Mariah and and some of their offensive linemen as well.
1: All right, I see in your notes we have the all region 6 a teams. Uh you want to tell me a little bit about that Griffin?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, as as you can expect, you know, uh, Rome quarterback Reese Fountain was was named the MVP um defensive player of the year was joe wilkinson from rome and, and coach john reed over there won the, the coach of the year but you know cherokee county had was well represented here you know offensive player of the year they had uh, austin guest from creekview who you know, finished the season with a thousand plus yards and both rushing and passing you know he had 1700 passing yards with 16 touchdowns eight interceptions you know, that's in two to one ratio i mean that's what you want to be a quarterback and he had uh, over a thousand yards rushing 13 touchdowns eight and a half yards a carry you know he was this offense here in 2023, and and really deserve this recognition coming his way? And after an up and down sophomore year, you know he really turned things around and, and led this team back to the playoffs. And he gives this program a ton of optimism heading into 2024 when he'll be a senior and supposedly be even better. And the you know, special teams player of the year was Andrew Han from River Ridge, and he played both sides of the ball for River Ridge, handled kick and punt return duties. And you know, he was really effective, caught some passes on the offensive end. And, and defensively, he had 32 tackles, four interceptions, five passes defended, five forced fumbles. And you know, he was just a playmaker in that secondary all season. And a big reason why they made it back to the state playoffs. And you know, probably the biggest one here was athlete of the year where Sequoia's Jackson Hancock won it. And he's just clearly one of the best players in this region and even factoring in Rome. And that's the reason why he's going to play in the SEC next year at Missouri. And he finished the regular season. Is Sequoia's leading receiver with uh, you know thirty eight catches, four hundred ninety eight yards, four touchdowns. Third on the the rushing list with twenty nine carries, two hundred and eleven yards, and touchdown, and you know thirty nine tackles, three interceptions defensively, and even blocked a field goal. So he's just one more one of the more dynamic athletes we've seen in, in Cherokee County he in a does, while. He
1: does it all.
2: Yeah, you no, know, he really does. And along with, you know, Creepy's offensive lineman, Andrew Ruziski, you know, going to UNC, you know, making up two of the county's top prospects for sure. And, you know, for the first team, you know, Creekview had three guys. Edoa had three guys. River Ridge had five, including first team quarterback Ethan Spector. Sequoia had four, and and Woodstock had Chase Kalina make the the list. So it's uh, you know they're well represented here, and a little I'm a little surprised that Sequoia quarterback Colby Martin maybe wasn't higher than the honorable mention he was on this list. And he took some very real steps forward here, his second year as a starter for the last team standing here in Cherokee County, and he finished the regular season with 1,400 yards, 15 touchdowns, and another three touchdowns on the ground, over 100 yards, and Honestly, you know, coach of the year as well. I mean, I get it. You know, Rome is is clearly the best team in the region and but I just really like what coach Teeter did with Sequoia this year. And you know, like I said, best season since 2018, eighth playoff appearance, you know, with a lot of newer guys stepping into some key positions, especially along that defensive front that Turned out to be really good this year. And the Chiefs, you know, they got the most out of returning players like Hancock, Breton Darling, Tyler Bell, and all those guys, you know, along the back end of the defense. And after a rocky start and another turnaround last year, it was you know, 0-3 last year. This year it was 0-2. And you know, once region play started, all this team did was win, finishing second in the region behind Rome. You know, I also maybe would have considered Creekview coach Trevor Williams as well for that spot, you know, leading his team back to the playoffs and, and getting most out of his dual threat quarterback and veteran offensive line, but that's that's just my opinion. And, and there's still you know, all county awards and, and teams set to release around the holidays like we've done in, in years past. And it's voted on by the six county coaches and includes Cherokee from region five seven A as well. So a lot to a lot to look forward to there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, there's a lot of talent in the county, obviously, which gets us on the recruiting watch. I'm sure some of these kids, I know you've already mentioned some of them are going off to play at the next level. What's going on in the recruiting world in Cherokee?
2: Yeah, I know uh, recently, I think it was last week, Sequoia offensive lineman Brady Curl committed to North Greenville. And when I talked to him about it, you know, he said the, the program appealed to him just because of the the coaches and and the potential to start or at least rotate into that offensive line from day one as a freshman. And one of the better offensive linemen in the county, and he led a really good Sequoia front and you know, River Ridge, defensive back, receiver, return specialist, whatever we want to call him, you know, Andrew Hannon. announced he received a preferred walk-on spot at Kennesaw State, but as of now, he's not committed. And you know, Tate Nelms from Edo Offensive Lineman, who was in our Super 6 this year, just finished his career at Edo. Also, you we've know, seen his recruiting process pick up some steam. You know, he just visited Jacksonville State. and. And Barry recently. Barry actually is where uh, River Ridge's quarterback from last year, two years ago, Carson Latham went. But, uh, you know, there's a little bit of familiarity there. And of course, we've got Hancock and Rosinski who are headed to big-time nationally ranked D1 schools this fall. So there's a lot to watch for in the recruiting landscape over these next few months as there's some really good players from Cherokee County looking to find their college football homes.
1: Yeah, that's exciting. It's good to see the, you know, the hometown kids making it up to the next level. That's exciting. Well, that's going to wrap up the first segment here. Again, I'm Keith Ippolito with the BGA Group. He's Griffin Callahan, sports writer from the Cherokee Tribune Ledger. And on the other side of this break, Griffin had a chance to catch up with head coach from Sequoia
0: James Theater. And you will hear that conversation on the other side of this break. If you need legal representation, hire a firm that will fight for you. The Heller Law Firm is a trusted choice for legal representation. With extensive experience, awards, and high ratings, they have a proven track record in handling challenging cases. They understand the local legal system, setting proper expectations and developing effective strategies. The firm is also committed to community support. For a fighter on your side, contact the Heller Law Firm at 770-345-1130, that's 770-345-1130, or visit JeffHellerLaw.com. Give them Heller! When a loved one passes and the emotion and grief sets in, Darby Funeral Home is more than there for you. What they'll do next is design you a healing experience. Their peaceful and intimate setting becomes a place where people find closure, renewal, and togetherness. Since 1961, Darby Funeral Home in Canton has been creating this experience of healing. Get in touch with them at 770-479-2193 and let them arrange your personal service. That's 770-479-2193 or darbyfuneralhome.com.
2: This is Griffin Gallaghan, the sports editor at the Cherokee Tribune. I spoke with Sequoia coach James Teeter about his team's playoff performance against Douglas County when they were knocked out of the round two of the GHSA class 6A playoffs. We talked about the game and, and the season as a whole for Sequoia, which was an overall success according to their coach. Not the result you guys wanted, but what can you say about the way that these guys came out here and competed for these guys tonight?
3: I'm proud of them for the second half because they came out and fought. The way we played the first half wasn't a thing. It wasn't really us. We made mistakes that we hadn't made. We were, I don't know, we just didn't have our head in the game. Second half, we come out and we played like we're supposed to, and the score was a little bit out of lopsided, but we played much better.
2: With those plays, you know, a couple long plays from Jackson, Tyler with that interception, is that something that you can look back on this game and be proud of? Oh,
3: yeah. I'm just proud of them for the entire season. I mean, again, that's what I was telling them. Just like last year when we started out 0-3, people started doubting things. This was 0-2, and people doubted them. But they found a way without just really a huge vocal leader, but they found a way to make it a successful year, found a way to get second in the region and win a home playoff game. So it's been – awfully successful regardless of what happened tonight yeah yeah, i know that team over there you know how does that compare to what you've seen this year is it it close to rome yeah yeah i would say they're close to rome i mean they're really good and they're really well coached um he does a great job and and we knew we'd have our hands full and that's why we felt we couldn't have any mistakes we had to play mistake free and we just didn't do that early how much do these seniors mean to what you're able to do this year oh they, they mean a lot i mean that's probably one of the groups I want to be closer to just because of the type of people they are. I mean, they did a great job.
0: Hey, remember the Cash for Clunkers program? Well, through November, as furnace season kicks into overdrive, Daco Systems is bringing it back. If your furnace or AC is well seasoned, this is the deal for you. If your old unit is 10 to 15 years old, get up to $250 cash, 16 to 20 years old, get up to $500 cash, 21 to 25 years old, get up to $750 cash, and if your old unit is 26 plus years old, you'll get up to $1,000 cash when you purchase a new furnace or AC unit. Call 770-209-2261 for more info or visit decosystems.com. It's cash for clunkers and Deco Systems is bringing it back. Get peace of mind and save big throughout November. Daco Systems, your premier train comfort specialist.
1: All right, thanks for listening to another uh, week of Cherokee Football Friday. I'm Keith Ippolito. That's Griffin Callahan from the Cherokee Tribune
0: Ledger. And we will see you next week. See you later, Griffin. Have a good week, brother. Thank you, too. You've been listening to Cherokee Football Friday, a presentation of the Cherokee
3: Tribune Ledger and the BG Ad Group.